Oh, good afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zack and soon to be joining us, Tyler Huff, as uh, he makes the run across town. For those who don't know, Tyler is uh, knee deep into A&M basketball here in Texarkana. And, uh, and it's really kind of like assistant coaching with the program. And so we really are dragging him from across town over at Bringle all the way back downtown to get here in time to do a little radio stuff with us every Tuesday. And they've got some, uh, some stuff, obviously. Basketball has started at A&M Texarkana, so when Tyler gets here, we'll visit about that. His other gig for us here on the radio uh, is Liberty Isle of football. And a back-to-back week of needing a win to stay alive and get into the postseason. And sure enough, Leopards deliver. And Liberty Isle is going to uh, play for week number 11 as they open the playoffs this coming Friday night. It's not easy. Sometimes you got to be careful what you ask for because you you may get a, a bite. It's actually Thursday night, not Friday night. Let me reset that. Um, they get the uh, number one ranked and unbeaten and nine-time state champion Carthage Bulldogs. Um, so yeah, if you are um, if you're one of those people that's optimistic, this is your wheelhouse right here. You're you're an optimist. Why not? Nobody else is going to beat Carthage this week. Why not be Liberty Isle? You got that in front of you. If you're pessimistic, you just put your hand in your heads and go, oh God, what do we do? But who's, who's pessimistic in the playoffs now? You're optimistic. This is the season of optimism. Opening day in baseball is a season of optimism. If you were a Texas Ranger fan, and I don't mean a World Series winning Ranger fan, I mean an old school Ranger fan, and we asked you back on March 31st, what do you think? You're going to be optimistic. You're going to say, I think the Rangers are going to have a great year. I think we're heading in the right direction. We may be a year away. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you're an eternal optimist. This is the year of the Cowboys. You got to be an optimist when the playoffs start in high school football. And if you are a Liberty Ilo fan, you have lived this before. You got the number one team in a first round playoff game back in the mid-2000s. And you knocked off top-ranked Gilmer that year on your way to a run at the state championship. So why not? Why not the Leopards? You want me to give you the why nots? (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) You're up against history. Sometimes it looks like law of large numbers. Yeah, anybody in, in, in economics, in sales, they tell you that. When I sold life insurance, I sold insurance for a little while in a, in a part of my world I'd rather not talk about most of the time. The guy who was, who was my boss constantly said, cold call, got to pick up that phone, got to make calls. I'm a terrible salesman. No, I'll just tell you that right up front. And so it was like torturing me to have to pick up the phone and call people I don't know and try to convince them that they need to buy insurance. He said, it's a law of large numbers game. If you call one person, you're not going to make a sale. If you call 10 people, you're probably not going to make a sale. If you call 100 people, you're going to make a sale. So keep dialing, keep calling. 
Carthage is in their 17th year with Scott Surratt. Since he left Texas High and went down south to Carthage, 17 years now. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like it was just yesterday, but 17 years. His team's never lost in the by-district round. You call one guy, you're not going to make a sale. You play him one time. You play him 10 times. You play him 100 times, you got a chance to get him. Well, they're at 16 now. They're 16-0. and 0. Maybe this is the one. Maybe you've you dialed up the cold call, and this is the guy who's been on the other end saying, I've been waiting for somebody to call me to sell me some insurance. Are you kidding me? I need a million-dollar whole life plan. If you guys are in insurance lingo, you know what I'm talking about. You're already seeing dollar signs. I need a million-dollar whole life plan. Thank God you called me. That may be this Thursday night. Have I sold you? <laughs> Are you buying insurance from me? They've won by an average of 30 points in those 16 games. If you listen to this show at all over the years, and if Tony was here, he would he would tell you this story as well. One of those 16 was against Pleasant Grove when Tony and I were calling PG football. And... Uh, that trip was a 42 nothing, I believe it was, whitewashing by Carthage. It also resulted in us in the ditch with a car accident on a wet road driving through Omaha, Texas. But we made it to the game in the second quarter, and we finished the game out. And even though we didn't win the game, we were in the game. You were in the game. Tyler Huff's in the studio. It's good to on, see him, my man. <laughs> Did wow. you buy insurance? Were you listening I to did, me? I did. I heard you. <laughs> Full stock. Huh? I was selling hard. I heard you. I'm a bad salesman, but I was selling hard. That's why you switched careers, huh? <laughs> well, that and I wanted to eat. I understand. I understand. I understand. Because, uh, no, I didn't. I was not very good at it. But I'm, I'm trying to convince people, why not LE this week? All things are possible. See? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We made it to the playoffs. If you didn't win the last two games, you wouldn't even be having this conversation. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure a few weeks ago, a few people didn't think it was possible. Right. And so, um, you know, hard road, hard road ahead. But, yes. Uh, you know, all things are possible. But you're the only team only in the one. state playing Carthage. Only this one week. this week. They got nobody else nobody but else. you. Nobody else. Nobody else. Tell me what's got to go right for LE to do this. We got to slow their offense down. Okay. Um, <laughs> I watched a few games yesterday. I had a. You shouldn't have done that. Well, I did. I know you shouldn't have. I had some free time. <laughs> yesterday was a parent teacher conference day at, ah, at the school. So, so you you're talked waiting about, for parents to show up. Yeah. You talked about two of my jobs. Well, I'm knee deep in three of them. I'll okay. tell you that. All right. <laughs> I mean, my main job clearly is, actually you know, pays the salary. Exactly. Yeah, pays, the, pays the mortgage. And the educator. So I was sitting there waiting on some parents to show up. A few showed up, and some never did. Okay. But while I was waiting. At least you had some. I, I usually know. don't have any. Well, that's, uh, I know. That's what a lot of people are telling me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I had an opportunity with some downtime sitting there in front of my laptop to kind of d- dive a little bit deeper into Carthage a little bit. All right. Um, and I will say from what I saw, I know a lot of people claim they were a little down at the beginning of the season. Yeah, this is a 
reload year because they don't rebuild. Exactly. To reload year. But from the point, I started watching from district because there wasn't no point in watching the non-district. No, no, you're right. I watched a few district games, not the full games, but, you know, little little clips and pieces in there. And I will say we have to slow their offense down. They're just as dangerous as any other Carthage team that has been out there. (laughs) They got a pretty good quarterback. They have a very good quarterback. Yeah. And he kind of knows what his coach wants. He knows front and back <laughs> you know dad yeah he probably is hearing it in his sleep I'm at this sure. point he, since he's been a kid a little yeah kid. for sure yeah. you know and he's been around and um and they have other talented guys kj edwards is one of the top running backs in the state of texas he's a young guy as well um and i will say that's been at least achilles heel at times throughout the season it's slowing down the running attack of different teams yep. and they have a highly talented four-star running back who has rushed over a thousand yards two seasons in a row and big bodies in front of him. Big bodies in front of him. I saw two guys that were maybe more leaner, but the other three are enormous <laughs> defensively, team speed. Yep. So to to say what you must do as a leopard, you got to put some points on the board too. Okay, and that's one thing you got to find a way to put some points on the board because Carthage is going to score. points. Can you generate turnovers? I think we can. We've done a phenomenal job of that throughout this, this season. And dating back to last season, last season we had almost like 20 turnovers. And this season we've had maybe not 20, but about 12 or so. Okay. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. This, this may be the week. This could you be gotta the week. Get, you have to. you, you got to be on plus side of you this. And it may be you have to be plus two or three. Yeah. You can't be – if you're minus three, it's, it's over at halftime. It's over at halftime. And I will say three, when they scrimmage, Carthage, I know it's a scrimmage. But you do have to take the positives out sure of the scrimmage and kind of, you know, you bet. eat them up. But uh, they did force a few turnovers on the defensive side of the ball in okay. that scrimmage. Jet Surratt did, which is the quarterback of Carthage, he did throw maybe, I think, two interceptions in that scrimmage. And so if you're the Leopards, you got to keep doing that. you got to put put him in uncomfortable situations. The defensive front of the Leopards, and I know it was a wing t style offense last week against North Lamar, they couldn't do anything. But the defensive front, of, I'm saying North Lamar couldn't do anything right, right. because the defensive front was literally in the backfield. And I know it's two totally different animals. You bet. But if you come in with the same approach, trying to make the quarterback uncomfortable, living in his lap all day, I think you you give yourself a better chance. North Lamar, or I, and I hadn't seen the Panthers play, but they historically have a pretty big offensive yeah, line, yeah, too. They're, they're pretty not, good times. They're usually not as athletic as what Carthage would have, but they have big bodies an big awful bodies. lot. Yep. I don't know if that's true this year, but that's kind of been the MO for the last dozen yeah, years sure. or so. Yeah. Um, stopping the run game. It looks like we're going to get a little weather. Probably so. It looks like it's going to get a little cooler. Probably so. Glad I'm in the press box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it may take away some of yeah. both teams' yeah. abilities to get the ball up in the air and do something that way, which also then takes away maybe some opportunities to get turnovers if you're LE. That's true. Because it may be the secondary that where the Leopards the have been yeah, yeah. living and dying by the getting a yeah, turnover. It has been. They had a few forced fumbles um, throughout the season, but mainly it's been the interception in the of the defensive back the defensive backfield, as you said. Yeah. But uh, I will say, if we have a thing of weather and you can't put the ball through the air, as if you're the Leopards, I will say the running the running run game is what's gotten you to this point. Right. It's been a heavy dose of. Greg London, Jaquan Johnson. We even saw a freshman tailback who I have no clue where he came from, and he averaged 11 yards a carry Friday night off like 10 carries. Okay. He wasn't at 100 yards, but it was maybe like eight or nine carries. I don't want to give an exact number, but it was 10 yards. So give him a ball one more time, he would have had 100 yards. I promise you. Every time he touched the ball, it was literally a first down. 
Where did he like, come? I from? don't know. Was he on the freshman team? He was here? on the freshman team, talking to a few of the coaches that I, that I have a relationship with. But I just wasn't familiar with them. You and are now. I am very am now. <laughs> I think we all are now, and we're calling for more of them. <laughs> now, I, I like adding another guy in late. Mm-hmm. Um, a change of pace guy, mm-hmm. a guy that's shown you at the lower levels, he can bring he something can different. Yeah. And while Carthage is going to go back and watch five weeks worth of LE Absolutely. tape, all of a sudden this guy shows up in the last week. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out what we're going to do with him if he's in the game. Right. What plays do they like for him? Mm-hmm. Are we talking about a guy that's a speed guy or a guy mm-hmm. that's more of an inside guy? He's more of a speedy guy. All right. He's a jitterbug for sure. All right. Yeah. He has good size, too. Did the Leopards get the receivers involved in handling the ball on reverse kind of things, jet sweep They did. Jet sweeps, first play of the game, Tavarius Neal took a 50-yard jet sweep to the house. Okay. Um, 50 yards yards out. I think that might have been the only jet sweep um, that they ran throughout that game. But I will say um, that's been a focal point of this team is – Having to get the ball to their playmakers in space, you know, in in different ways, as right. as we've known, um, they're breaking in a new, fairly new quarterback still. And I know it's ten, eleven games into the season at this point, but still, that continuity over the over the, the course of the season, even when you have guys out, you know, Prevo was out three or four games, right. you know, and there's been Tavares Neal had to sit out a game, you know, for getting ejected the game before. All different types of things have played a factor in right. this, and so um, they've had to make ways to get those guys the ball whether it's the jet sweep whether it's a reverse Prevo actually speaking of there was a another reverse to Prevo they ran a reverse with the running back halfback tossed it to Prevo Prevo chunked it down the field oh, to nice. Tavares okay. for another right. touchdown and so that's just different we ways. went deep in the playbook it went very deep yeah. in the playbook <laughs> hadn't saw that since maybe 07 08 oh, yeah, so uh yeah, but just finding ways to get guys the ball, your playmakers. So I think Tavarius Neal, to kind of brag on him just a little bit, he's a senior, one of the senior leaders from this of this Leopard team, and he's had a phenomenal season this year. And I think he deserves an opportunity to showcase his talents Friday night yeah. you know, in what could be his last game as a Leopard and hopefully get a scholarship because I think he deserves, whether it's a small school, big school, he deserves to go play somewhere. We, we got music. Cool. We're, we're not done having this conversation yet because this is a pretty big week. Pretty big week. Short week for the Leopards. Very short. But they're going to be in Longview on Thursday night. Some way, somehow, we're going. It's it's an easy drive down there. It it's is. an easy hour and a half. You're in the stadium. Perfect. The parking's plenty outside yep. the uh, Lobo. Yeah. We're at Pine Tree. Oh, you're at Pine Tree. Pine That's Tree. Right. Oh, yep. oh, different. Yeah. Pine, Pine Tree's Tree. beautiful. But we have experience playing. Yeah, Pine Tree's beautiful. It is. It All is. right, we're we'll going to take a break. We'll come right back. We're, uh, listen to Leaving the Yard. Check Zach Tyler Huff. Here on the fan 1079. All righty, welcome back. 19 after the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Tyler Huff. Oh, gosh, I forgot. It's trivia day today, too. It is Tuesday. Uh-oh, no question. I've got one somewhere. <laughs> so we can make one. No, I know I had one here from the – remember I told you I had a hard one, an easy you one? You did last week. That's true. All right, yeah, Tuesday impressed me. They actually got an easy one right. Shout out Matt Fry. So I'm going to give him the hard one today. I wonder if he's listening today. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> They're a little busy over there, too, I think. Oh, yeah. Everybody's so. busiest time of They're year. They're super busy over if there. If you're busy, that's good. Yeah. If you're not busy – you don't want to talk about it. That's true. Uh, in the neighborhood, these are guys playing this weekend. 
We'll start up and work our way down. Texas High's got the Friday night game over at Tiger Stadium. Mm-hmm. They will get Terrell Friday night, rematch of last year. And I, yeah, I'm on uh, metal detector duty this morning. Weird. <laughs> over at Texas High. Really? It's okay. part of my pre-go-to-school gotcha. thing my, every other duties, day. Huh? Well, my duties, That's right. That's a duty. <laughs> and we were talking about the fact that the weather we just mentioned a few minutes ago is really similar to what it was a year ago. That's true. That's true. When Terrell came in here and yeah, beat the Tigers yeah. over at Tiger Stadium. Yep. So didn't it rain, I think, that White House game too last year? I think so. Yeah, so. But Terrell liked to run the football. That's true. They got a sloppy wet field yeah. and ran the football. Yeah. So the Tigers may have to bear down, have a repeat of last year with a different result, hopefully. Yeah. Uh PG is going to be at home. They managed to get a, a first round home I saw game. That. I saw that. <laughs> How that happened. <laughs> a lot of magic worked on. Huh? It's all about the negotiating I skills, so my friend. It's all so about too. how you negotiate. Somebody's a good uh, salesman. <laughs> That's what that is. There's no one going to accuse the folks at PG of not being no, good salesmen. Not at all. Anyway, uh, the Hawks are going to have Rusk coming in. It's an earlier start time, 6.30 start time 6:30. on Friday over at Hawk Stadium. So they've got their game there. Okay. Um, if they win, they'll get Cattle Mills or Farmersville next week. Mm. Uh, Liberty Ilo got Carthage Thursday at uh, Pirate Stadium at Pine Tree. Winner will get either Van Alstine or Wills Point mm-hmm. next week. And by the way, if Texas High wins, it's Mansfield Summit or Siegelville. I saw that. In round two. I saw that they, we were talking last week about their bracket, Region 2, Texas yeah. High. They ended up on the opposite side of Melissa and all the other yes. beasts over there. I, I noticed that last Melissa night. Melissa beat... Um, Argyle, maybe? No, Lovejoy Lovejoy beat Melissa. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. So Melissa ended up on the top of the bracket. Lovejoy is down there with Texas Lovejoy is down on the bottom. Gotcha. I saw that last night. So that that might work out. Well, you got Mansfield Summit or Seagoville. Then you probably have Lovejoy. I think it's Lovejoy in the third round. Then you're probably going to get either... Melissa, South Oak Cliff, or if one of those happens to fall, Midlothian Heritage is unbeaten. They're ten and zero. They play th- no, they didn't play Her- Midlothian Heritage. They played Colleyville yeah. Heritage. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Smaller three A D one Atlanta has a Thursday. They're at Lobo Thursday. That's gotcha. who it was. That's who it is. They got Winsboro, who hadn't hmm. lost a game. Hmm. If they win that, it's Teague or West in round two. Hmm. Uh, Division two, Redwaters Thursday night in Pittsburgh, seven o'clock start time against West Rusk. Winner of that gets either Anderson, Shiro, or uh, New Diana. What place was Redwater? I believe they were fourth. Fourth, okay. Hooks unbeaten gets Edgewood at Pittsburgh's Pirate Stadium. They're Friday night, so Redwaters Thursday. Pittsburgh, I mean Hooks is uh, on Friday. If they win, they'll probably get Dangerfield hmm. in round two. Hmm. Decabs Friday night at Winsboro. They're going to take on ARP. Winner gets either Harmony or Hemphill. Hmm. And uh, New Boston and Queen City both are on the same part of the bracket. New Boston's got Troop Thursday at Marshall. Queen City's got Newton <laughs> Thursday in Timpson. And if they manage to each win, they get each other the next week. Hmm. We could get New Boston, Queen City. Hmm. They would be pulling off big upsets, though, beating Troop and Newton. Yeah. James Bowie. Has a Friday game against uh, Wortham, 7 o'clock at Lone Oak, and Maud has a 
7 o'clock Friday game at uh, Kaufman against Heiko. Hmm. So you're up to date on everybody on the Texas pretty side. Good, man, pretty good lineup. There's a bunch of games. First round. We'll hmm. cut all this in half next week. <laughs> totally. <laughs> There'll be, you know, I, I don't know. One, two, three, four, five. We may get. F- I, I bet we get five. I get. We, I bet we get half. Probably so. Half will stay alive. The other half will be done for the year. I'll go with that too. I'll go with that too. A yeah. lot of, lot of, lot of football in the area, though. A lot of, lot We're of football it down. still going on. We're counting it down. Counting it down. We're into November, hmm. trying to get to that Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Every coach I ever talked to says you get to play on Thanksgiving weekend. It's been a great you're year. You're doing something. Yeah, you're doing something. That's what you're aiming for. Yep. All right. Last week, Pittsburgh. I mean, North Lamar, rather. North Lamar. Mm-hmm. You saw North Lamar last week. We talked about Pittsburgh the week before. Mm-hmm. Leopards knew they were in a must-win. Mm-hmm. They come out like you expected because it felt like watching the score, they came out on fire. They did from the jump. Like I said uh, kind of earlier in the, in the previous session, uh, Tavarius Neal, first play of the game from scrimmage, 50 yards to the, to the end zone. Then after that, I think the defense forced a three and out. And kind of from that point, the Leopards scored again. I think they went up 21-0 in the first quarter. And then after that, it was just kind of, you know, smooth sailing. And and it was it was a rough night for North Lamar. Um, I can tell that they haven't played a team with speed as such. Okay. Um, you know, because the speed on the field, whether it was even from the defensive front to the linebackers getting in the backfield or, or them trying to catch a Leopard player from, you know. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening at all. And so – um. I think they were just overmatched. They played hard, just kind of overmatched. And the Leopards, they had that that enthusiasm that they've played with over the past couple of weeks, dating back to PG, like we've talked about. I think they kind of hit a switch in that game, leading up to that game. And ever since then, they've been they've been ripping and rolling. And you got a hard one this week, but you got to come out with that same fire, same intensity, man. If you could get one game do over. Of this season. Of this season. Which game would you say? Leopards get this one again. Do this one over again. This They would win. Spring Hill. Spring Hill. Because in that case, you get the third spot instead of the fourth. Yep. And you don't get the big bad red machine. You probably get Van. You would get Van. Yeah, which is more of a reasonable opponent. And I know our history with Van, but at the same time, I'd rather play Van than Carthage. And you're on the side that, I mean, Quinlan Ford Aubrey in round two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty pretty smooth selling on that end of the bracket more so than where you are <laughs> especially out the gate in the playoffs yeah, yeah. you get that one do over yeah, and there yeah. you go and I, yeah. and I think that's the one that shocked everybody I think so too we, we looked at the beginning of the district going alright this is it you get Spring Hill out of the way you got the two tough ones coming up back to back you can finish up strong at the end three and two get your third place you're in good spot you ended up having them you know steal your lunch money from you you want to know what I think happened what happened I didn't call that game sit <laughs> You left it to Earl, didn't you? I left it to Earl. Aww. And I didn't call that game. See, look what happened. There it is. <laughs> Leopard fans, that's just Tyler saying. Huff, just in case you're trying to figure uh, out I'm not how a do superstitious we end up. guy, I'm just I saying. Know. Leopard crowd, good last Friday? Very well. Senior night, Perfect. great atmosphere. Perfect. Well, are they going to travel this week? I hope so. See, I'm yeah. always worried about that. Historically, I mean, we just, we're not the best travelers. I know. Here's what I'm going to say. I got to, uh, lucky, got to do baseball the last mm-hmm, two years. Mm-hmm. And the they traveled so really well. well for yeah, baseball. Really well. I went down to Austin. That yep. place is, that's a long drive. Long and drive. you don't know you're going to get a second game. At all. If they could get that same kind of energy and travel like that 
Thursday night, go down to Longview. And I know it's a work day the next day. Yeah. But sure, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. I go every week to, I'm, I'm home before midnight. Every, this is it. You're going to do this one. You sleep a little bit less this one night, you'll be fine on Friday. You sleep on Saturday. kind of helps to establish that consistent winning. Yeah. Consistent well, winning. And there's that. Because the baseball team, they've won consistently over the past few years. Okay, so what comes first? This is chicken or egg. That's, that's the truth. I'm going to have to go out and win without a crowd support, which makes it hard. It does make it very hard. You want me to win consistently, but Best. you don't come out and watch me as support. I'm trying to get to that place. Now that I'm winning, well, I don't really need you guys anymore. Now you show up in the stands. I get it. I totally get it. You you are a thousand percent correct. <laughs> but that ain't how we're built. That ain't how we're built. <laughs> Especially, you know, in certain communities. It's it's just the way it you is. You want to back know. a winner. Yeah, you want to back a winner yeah. and you know, and you want to support something that is a successful product and and I think, but you know, see, uh, this is where I'm at. I'm about to bash my head into the microphone. Uh, me too. This this is a community thing. It is. It's it not is. like your cowboy fans. Not at all. Like, you know, I'll go to Jerry's world, but damn, I'm not giving him my money if they're going to be <laughs> five and nine. That's very true. Now, if he's 10 and three, I make. We might have something to spend. But this man. isn't. This is your community school. Know, this is your team, your kids. Times have changed. I know. There's not as much. And I'm not just talking about our community. I'm talking no, about there's just a bunch. No, everywhere. You're, you're not only, because I had this yeah. conversation with somebody the other day yeah. about another school across town yeah. where the reserve seats are pretty much empty, huh? Are disguised they the are. seats. Yeah, there are yeah. no I'm, fans at I was at a game a couple weeks ago in all the fans were on the outside That's right. compared to in That's the right. you know in the middle section where there are reserved seats and everything. But I I don't know I don't I just think uh, for our community you know consistent winning is is what our fans want to see. You know, and I'm not saying that's not what's happened. Right. But well, it's not know, what's happened. It's not what's happened no. when you're three and three and no, six. No, it's not and, what's happened. It's not what know, happens. Since, yeah. Go how far back we want to go. Yeah, for sure. That's very true, you know. So I just think, you know, when you put the product on the field yep. and you and you and you put that in play and you have some success, whether it be you getting a win or whether you're just being competitive, people want to see your team be competitive and have a chance to win. Sure. And so um I, I think that when when you get that in place and when that happens on a consistent basis, not saying you're gonna blow every team out or nothing like that, but you get more fan support. I wanna see I'll bet you this. If if the Leopards upset Carthage Thursday night, everybody's bet, gonna come out. No, I'll bet you you won't be able to find a single person didn't say they weren't there. Probably not. They, they, I was there. I was there. I was. I saw that game. I I'm was gonna there. Count the fans from. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be on the home side, so I'm gonna count the Leopards. Yeah. <laughs> They'll all have been there yeah. if Liberty Isle wins that That's game. You true. need to be there. But I will say, think about it. I mean, you've taught at Crosstown before. Yeah, you know, PG I've, Texas High, both places. I've obviously played against you right. know them numerous times they have good fan basing but years ago was it what it is now absolutely not i don't think not so. like it is now. not like it is now no like what, it, what it, has it, bred that it's a different level of winning it now. is a different and level of winning. there's a long conversation about what it was pre you know 2008 9 10 yeah and there was a great they, support. they were good there was a good run very, there right. three-year yeah. run right yeah. after leopards won there absolutely good three-year run they beat us 44 to 14 at home and their place was full <laughs> full next you couple know, of years kind of dwindled four down. and six two and eight you and know? then you start looking around going where'd everybody go and that's why i say consistent winning when you're up everybody's with you but I when you start to dwindle down it's i different. don't know that it's not even consistent winning i think even consistent if you're like consistent but you're competitive just being competitive people like will I show said, up yeah. just being competitive 
different group of fans show up when you're winning. Nobody away when watch. you're losing. That's true. Nobody wants to watch a game with no heart. If oh, you're yeah. not playing with heart. I gotta do this. I gotta do this quick. Thing. We have uh, all right. Quick nukes uh, trivia giveaway. Here we go. I need 903-735-9905. My question is, who's the first guy to win the Cy Young that didn't win 20 games? He won the Cy Young without 20 games on Facebook or 903-735-9905. All right, Tuesdays are two in a row. Uh-oh. What? Climbing back to 500. Oh, man. <laughs> Patrick. Patrick McDaniel. See, when, when you got baseball guys, yeah. I'm throwing them softballs, I think, is what's happening. <laughs> Hitting them out the park. Huh? My question for our Nukes $10 giveaway, and I apologize. I was kind of in a rush to, to get. I wasn't watching the clock close enough, and I kind of threw it out there late. But baseball guys just know. So my question was, who's the first pitcher to win the Cy Young, which goes to obviously the the pitcher of the year, apparently, that did it without winning 20 games? Mm -hmm. And it took me a minute. When that question popped into my my airspace, I'm like, all right, let me think about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. I didn't get it right. I wouldn't either. <laughs> you got to be old school to know this. And there actually was a 20-game winner that year, and he didn't win it. Wow. What are the odds? And he won 24 games Whoa. and didn't win it. Mm. That was Ron Bryant who won 24 games. Mm. He didn't win the Cy Young because Tom Seaver did Tom Seaver. in 1973. He was mm. 19 and 10 with the Mets. His earned run average, 2.08. Mm. Wow. Which is like fairly crazy well. low. Yeah, fairly well. <laughs> so, fairly way well. to go, Patrick McDaniel. Come on by here. Pick yourself up your uh, your Nukes gift card. It'll be waiting for you up front anytime when we're open for business. Two for two. Two for Tuesday. I like that. I like that, too. Say, so, yeah, I don't know if we can do three for Tuesday. I don't think so. Well, it's a big so. challenge next time. <laughs> Thursdays. I don't know what's happening to Thursdays. They're winning still? No, no. They got weak. Oh, no. They got weak the last week or two. Oh, no. I Tuesday, I think, Thursday. may be passing Thursday up. You you need to bring that up with McGowan because I think that may be Dwight's problem. <laughs> I need to holler That's a different brand of listeners. <laughs> Apparently not as smart as a Tuesday crowd. Uh, probably not. Oh no, uh-huh. that's what I'm saying. They're they're dead in the waters after that. That's right. Anyway, we are uh, having some fun here this afternoon and talking Liberty Ilo and uh, getting ready for the uh, playoffs. We do certainly want to come back around and visit about Tamu T because. Uh, the uh, you're, you're wearing the shirt again today. You were at practice again today. The season actually started for basketball on both sides, the men and women, in the last week. Uh, and there was pretty big news that came off the campus this week as well that it looks like uh, a thing that has been sitting back on a back burner mm-hmm. looks like somebody pushed it to the front burner yep. and decided it's time to get all of the sports on campus. Yep. And I know the Gazette broke the story to begin with this weekend. Um, so, you know, kudos to them. We give uh, credit where it's due. But uh, it, it, it appears as though softball and baseball and tennis are going to finally land back where they belong on the campus of AM Texarkana. The, the schools had a really good relationship with the city of Texarkana, Texas. Mm-hmm. They made you know ballparks available. They've done upgrades to them. They and the teams have done you know drainage mm-hmm. fixes at Dobson, which needed it so badly. But 
It's hard to get your fan base. This is here we go back around your fan base. Here we go. It's hard <laughs> to get your fan base to attend your events when the bulk of your fan base happens to be living in the dorms and going to the classes on campus across town. That's true. And they don't all have cars. Mm-hmm. You put the thing back where it belongs. I've gone to soccer games over there and the crowd was phenomenal. Absolutely. You go to some baseball yeah. games, and you're like, where are the people? Mm-hmm. Softball games, where, where are, are the people? people? Yeah. Got to get them back on campus. You They're going to start the process, it looks like. Yep. And I, finally. Great, great move. Great move. Great move. I, I, I think so. I mean, as you said, it kind of gives more people at the student base an opportunity to kind of support. But then it, it just brings a different element to campus, especially when you have those seasons going on. You know, I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot more energy around campus, a lot more events and exciting things going on for the students. And so I think just having that there and then, you know, with recruiting, you know, if you're yes. bringing in a guy on a recruiting visit, yes, hey, you got to travel five miles across town to <laughs> let him even check out your facility. When now you have an opportunity to show him the locker rooms, everything all in one. And so and, and even on the girls side and tennis as well. So I, I think it's a great move for the campus and I think it kind of helps to bring more travelers to the campus and hopefully increase your student population as well. Well, and there's great points. Mm-hmm. When, when you're bringing parents to mm-hmm. your game mm-hmm. and your game is not on not campus, on campus yeah. and they don't get to go, they not say get to go, they don't go on campus because no. they don't have a reason to go. Right, not at all. You, you need to drag them. Now, yeah. they're going to have to fix the ultimate issue out there, which is parking. Absolutely. And it looks <laughs> like that's going to be kind of addressed. Uh, I think so. But – that's going to be the you know the big, the big monkey. Huh? That's that's going to be the eight hundred pound gorilla. Yeah, it's a and problem. they're going to need to make sure that if they're going to move these facilities, yeah. and now you're going to drag people out back on the campus. On campus. Yeah, you that got you places them. for them to yeah, park. You can suit them, and you're not making them walk, especially in inclement weather. Or you're not giving them tickets. Or you're not giving them tickets. <laughs> I got a ticket for parking on the wrong spot. Same, but I got excused out of it. Thank the Lord. I, I, but it, all of these are things right, that, right. You're, that, you, that you have to worry about. Yeah, things. That you have to worry about. Because people don't know if you're not a student that you can't park in certain places. No. So you have to address issues. I, like I've, that I sure. probably should have gotten tickets over probably and so. over again. Yeah, I've so. parked in the dorm parking lots on both sides. <laughs> I've I've parked in the dirt over yeah, on over the there, one yeah, side where, yeah, they're, yeah. where they're ultimately going to put a parking lot. Right, right. I've had to park over there. You know, for basketball games where you have a good crowd, mm-hmm. it's tough to get parking yeah, on a yeah. Thursday night when college campus has classes going on that's true they're, they're gonna have to fix that but i'm really encouraged about the move to getting something moving back on campus they were yep. so smart about getting soccer there mm-hmm. it was the first sport yep, it yep. works they're having success, success again yep. both sides um but they really weren't ready for baseball and softball they made the move to add the sports and yeah. didn't really have the facilities right, and the right, plan was right. well we'll partner with the city yeah that's a fine short term idea. It's a fine short term. Yeah. You got a program off the ground. You got into the NAIA. Mm-hmm. You did what you. But you want to grow to the next thing. You got to grow to the you next do. thing. And they're expand. doing it. Yeah. And so congratulations. Yep. I, I haven't seen the the you know expected break in the tape day. I hadn't thought either. But uh, I'm encouraged to see that that's yeah. a movement that we're going to see happening soon. I don't think they can get it done in a year. It's probably nah. a two year from now probably process so. if they're yeah. breaking ground. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this next summer. Right. It's probably a two seasons down the road kind of thing. But yeah. um, 
thumbs up go a and m you know you know you, we we are quick to talk about things that are yeah, negative right, that right, happen right, 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 right. and i think yeah. one of the pushes certainly is one of the worst negative things that happened thanks which was the uh, you know, yeah, fact that we had a player that right, was injured right. in a shooting on at right. spring lake park right that may have pushed everybody forward right. faster Absolutely. than you wanted it Absolutely. to but whatever it was it worked out I, we applaud that for sure i All agree right. basketball Let's get Basketball. back around. I, I started there and I oh, you're all good. You all good. The other thing was a head yeah. story yeah, right that, now. That that was. It was on the front page. So but um basketball, one and oh, I will say that. Okay. One and oh. Uh and with a short roster. Short roster. Yeah. Uh this this past week, I think there were maybe nine guys, ten guys suited out this past week. Got a few other guys uh that'll be coming along in the next few weeks or so. But um so short short roster. Uh we had two guys go for twenty apiece. Uh, wow. Lavelle Ziegler, he's uh, actually a former Last Chance U. Um, okay, one of the first seasons of Last Chance U basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have two two new guys who were from that series. Uh, Lavelle, he was on the first season. He he scored twenty five. I can't remember his exact numbers. It was twenty five and seven assists. Nice. And then Desmond Washington, which was on the second season of Last Chance right. U, he uh, scored twenty, a, a quiet twenty, but it was much needed. Haven't they had another guy who was on? We had last year Damani yeah. Damani Whitlock. That's it. Was. Yeah, he right, was. He right. was on the. He was on there as well. Um, but yeah, those are two new guys, two two newcomers. Both guys are really really talented, and they kind of Lavelle kind of led the way. Um, we uh, the final score was seventy seven to sixty six, eleven point win. I uh, had to overcome a lot of adversity in that game. Um, being on the road, number one, uh, number two. Dallas Christian was a pretty talented team. I will okay. say that. Uh, even Connor told me that was probably one of the more talented Dallas Christian teams that they've played against in a few seasons. But uh, they, they they played hard. They played very well. Had us our backs against the wall early yep. in the game. And um, second half, it was a different story. Guys kind of cleaned the play up, kind of got on them on the defensive end of the ball and uh, pulled out pulled out a, a hard-fought victory and came back to Texas County 1-0. Oh. Is Olette having to wear a coat and tie? He he had his polo on. Oh, <laughs> he had his nice polo on. He didn't have a suit and tie. Now is that going to be a district thing? The wall's always been about yeah. comfort in non-district. Yeah, and then you dress the role for district. For, yeah, for conference. I'm yeah. wondering if Olette's going to borrow some of those. It's uh, possible. Those those wall. <laughs> I, I hate to be, you know, crude and critical about the clothing that Ryan wears, but. <laughs> He's elaborate. Uh, he doesn't now. need to take Connor shopping. No, he looked yeah, let good Doug Saturday. Do let Doug, let, oh, oh, oh uh, Ryan did? He did. He looked good Saturday. What's he wearing Saturday? I uh, just wore a simple black pinstripe suit. With, oh, he was know, in his yeah. suit. It was, he, wore, he wore a suit first game. He looked good. He, pink tie. He looked oh, good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he got to have some color in there. You know him. <laughs> Olette. I'm going to be looking to see what Olette's wearing now. We may be doing a thing on here's Connor Olette's. Don't, don't expect garb. Connor. Don't expect Nothing, it. huh? I don't expect it. Oh, brother. All right, we're going to take a break. we got a segment left. Tyler Huff, Chuck Zach, coming at you live. Leaving the yard on the fan, 107.9. Back about 10 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach and Tyler Huff hanging out with you this afternoon. Or what will be morning on the replay. That's true. they got to be careful about saying that. <laughs> it's kind of tricky. Isn't it? I know. It's got its thing. 
Anywho, college football will release. You're shaking your head. The second of the uh, playoff rankings, not yeah. your top 25 that we see on oh, Sunday. Yeah. This is the playoff rankings. They matter, obviously, they for matter. deciding who's going to be the top four. A little yeah. surprise last week. Ohio State got elevated to the number one spot. They, they haven't they been number one in the top 25. They've been third, basically, all year behind Georgia and Michigan. Mm-hmm. They got elevated to number one. Big road wins over Notre Dame, Penn State. Mm-hmm. Almost lost Saturday, though. Almost, well, did <laughs> they? Almost don't count. Did they almost lose I was going to say you Saturday. almost lost, but it was closer than you than you won't, especially against Ruggers. Hey. <laughs> closer than you won't. But I, Ciano is a good coach, and they, they play well for Ciano. Even his first stint there, they played really His well. first stint, he was very impressive. He yeah. went and, and got in the NFL and yeah. was stupid. Lost his mind. Huh? Yeah, and, and came back <laughs> to college and back to Rutgers where sometimes you just – it's your fit. It is. You, you yeah. think the grass is greener over on the other side, and you find out, you know, where this is where I belong. This is my spot right here. Yeah. I think Shiano's kind of found that out, and, and he does fine at Rutgers. Oh, He's yeah. never oh, yeah. going to win a national anything. No, absolutely not. He's never going to play in a Big Ten championship absolutely game. <laughs> they don't expect him to. Yeah. They expect no. this program. I mean, that game yeah. against Ohio State was their national championship game. As good as it's going to get. <laughs> Boosters walk out of there going, you know what? You did a darn <laughs> did good, a good job, job, coach. He's get that incentive. <laughs> we didn't get embarrassed. Yep. They were talking about us on Saturday night yep. on ESPN. Yep. They were talking about us Sunday. Yep. I got a guy in Texarkana saying we almost upset him. <laughs> It's a happy thing here at Rutgers. It is. I, I get that, and yeah. and and it makes perfect sense. It does. You it know does. who you are. You you're do. Rutgers. You're like maybe once in a while we'll get in a bowl game. We'll get six. We'll get six wins in there. We'll play. In a, our, our boosters are going to love us even more. Do you know their record by chance this year? Probably no not. No, it's probably, it don't matter. I can look. <laughs> it don't matter. I'm betting they're not going to get six wins. Probably though. not. Probably not. But that's fun. I mean, you know Good what? Job. We take it all so seriously. We do. That at the end of the day, somewhere in there is the reminder, having a college football team on a college campus and as a student population getting to go and watch college football doesn't have to be only if we're winning 10 games and are in the playoffs. That's true. You know, we, we've gotten so far past. Mm-hmm. It's one of the perks of being a student at a university. Just the atmosphere. That now it's just. Yeah. Sorry, your $5 million year coach didn't get us 10 wins. We got to fire him because we only went 9 and 4 this year yeah. instead of 10 and 3. And so yeah. he's. We won one more game than we did last season, and now we got to fire him. It's crazy. So, I, I got no problem with Rutgers. Yeah, I don't either. Shout out, Shiano. Now I'm going to go back to I asked, I, saw, I started to say the rankings come out today, and you dropped your head and shook it, and then now you're doing it again. Because you know why? I mean, do I really have to explain? Yeah. <laughs> Just we can't we can't beat Texas and lose to Kansas and little brother Oklahoma State. Well, I tell you what. Okay, well let's start with Oklahoma State loss. Mm-hmm. Pass interference, yes or no? Yes. Which one? The last one on Stoops. Yes. Correct. Pass interference. Correct. Didn't step out of bounds. He first. did step out. Well, then is it pass interference? But. He's I mean, really not an eligible receiver at that point in time. That's the thing. And I just saw that literally this afternoon where they were breaking it down frame by frame or whatever. But, I mean, 
there was a lot of missed penalties or penalties that could have been reversed in that game. Yeah. Don't want to blame it on one play because, first of all, we shouldn't be in that situation anyway. True. Number two, the pass interference where Brent Venables gets the the unsportsmanlike conduct yes. penalty. When When's he the last time anything. you saw one of those? I didn't saw that on a coach for like something like that. It wasn't. He wasn't even. I, you've seen the Brent field. Venables before. Yeah. And he's a very animated guy. Yeah. Nothing as such this time around. He was on the field. You're a little did, too did far. Did he say the magic words? He claimed he only asked what, what's the call. Okay. Or why was that the call? Because See, it should have been offensive pass interference right. on that play. Right. And so there was, I don't want to just blame it on the stoops uh, pass interference. I don't want to blame it on that one either because we're running a out route on fourth and two. A two yards short of the first down marker. Right. Who does that? <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, somebody like Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and I, and I'm I'm starting to look at OU in the light of the Cowboys. We're so good. Yep. That sometimes we just can't put it together. The expectations are the so expectations high. Expectations are so high every season, and you make little mistakes in key games, and it just changes the tra- the trajectory of your season. Okay, so you're an OU guy. Correct. Yesterday, Kevin Carpenter's in here. He's a Longhorn guy. I listened. I'm asking you the same question I basically ask him. Are you feeling like the conference from the top to the officials are not giving any love to the two traitors who are leaving the conference? Almost cussed. That's why my face (laughs) looked like that. But, no, they're not. They're not doing any favors. They're not showing no any love. love, nothing like that. Not There's no, no – you're not no, even getting a kiss no. on the way out the door. Not at all. You're not they're getting anything. They're pushing you out the door. They're pushing you out pushing the door. pushing you out the door. And well, you chose to go out the door. We did. And Texas should have lost Saturday, too, to be honest with yes, you. Yes, they should have. If been. Kansas State had any special teams at all. Any special teams at all. Of course, I say that. Texas blew a 20-point lead. Did. It shouldn't they have did. even been no, close. No, it shouldn't have been there at all. No, they had that no. game in hand and they let did. it get back in yeah. out, of, out of control yeah. and almost lost to a momentum team yep. Yep. that yep. just couldn't kick. Yep, that's true. That's or they true. win. Oh, man. How hard is it losing to OSU the last game? Which is worse, losing to Texas or losing to OSU the last time? Losing you may be playing OSU them. in the last game. Really? We'll play Texas a million times. Yeah. <laughs> we may never play You'll those split. guys again. Yeah, we'll and it's a shame. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Of, of, of all the things, and you know, Tony's a big UT guy when he sat here forever. He watched the Aggies leave, and that rivalry went oh, yeah, away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you understand why the Aggies did. Money. <laughs> we understand why Texas and OU are. Money. <laughs> But in the remnants of all this mess, kind of like when we saw Arkansas mm-hmm, leave mm-hmm. and never – it took a long time to get Texas back into a Texas-Arkansas game. OSU, Oklahoma are a little bit different, it yeah. feels like. Yeah. It may feel a little more like Auburn, Alabama, mm-hmm. even more so than the Aggies and Longhorns. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm wrong. No, I, agree. I agree. But it feels like – realignment of conferences and going to super conferences and making your way to getting in there with Bama and LSU and George. How we leave an OSU-OU rivalry 
And as you said, they may never play never each other play again, again unless I'm they're o- in some crappy bowl game. If I'm Oklahoma State, do you schedule us again so we can beat you and get the bragging rights back? No. So if you're Oklahoma, you're the one that says, I don't, yeah. I don't, want, to, I don't want to play them anymore. Well, if I'm Oklahoma, I want to play. If I'm you Oklahoma do. State, I don't want to play so I can hold my trophy up. Well, <laughs> that's why. Okay, so prior to Saturday. Yeah. Like we don't know how Saturday was going to go. No, we didn't at all. OSU didn't want you don't want I would think OSU wants to play. They probably do want to play. And I'm sure both teams and both athletic directors and they've probably talked about it before, but I just, you know, I don't see a reason for it to go away. Maybe not every season, but it's something that you could do maybe every two to three years or something as such. At least where every graduating class had one chance to, to play, play each that other game. one time. Because think about it, how many guys are from the state of Oklahoma that have dreams of playing against the Sooners or against the Cowboys yeah. or whatever the case may be. Yep. So, you know, you want to keep that type of stuff going. We're out of time. It's great seeing you again. You as well, man. Tell you what, we'll do this again next week. <laughs> we may right change here. days. We'll see about getting Ryan we'll Wall in next week. For we sure. may have a For change sure. in the schedule next week, but sure. uh, it's great seeing you. Go Leopards! Go Leopards. We're all cheering on the Leopards. Leopards Thursday night. Ooh. All right, we're out of time. Back again tomorrow. We're on Leaving the Yard. On the Fan 107.9. If you missed any of today's show, get it on demand anytime on the Fan1079.com. And catch the replay of today's Leaving the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana, 1079 The Fan.